When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I just sent a uh, text to my friend Brad, who I played pickleball with yesterday, and I we were finishing up yesterday, and I said to him, I said, this is kind of embarrassing to even say out loud, and, and my my buddy is trim, he's not overweight, he rides mountain bikes, he goes to the gym, he's in good shape, and, and he's a regular exerciser, that's a bad word, but it's he, he's in good shape. So I'm curious if he's, uh, so, okay, he just responded right now. I just texted him. I said, are you even a little bit sore? Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, for sure. That makes me feel a little better because I had a couple of moments last night. I played pickleball yesterday for about an hour and 20 minutes or so and was walking home. And speaking of walking distance, it's about, I don't know, somewhere between a five and a 10 minute walk. It's not far, but it was cold, a little cold last night. And <laughs> about halfway on the walk home, I started to get really tight and like seize up, for lack of a better word. And so I woke up this morning, get in the shower, and you know, you're washing your body and all this stuff, washing your hair. And when you move your arms up over your head, I'm like, yep, nope, there it is. And then when you got to, you know, do something else, like, oh, nope, that's not how that usually feels. I exercised moderately for an hour mm-hmm. and i'm pretty banged up well make but sure he's in good make shape. sure not to stretch right make sure you stay completely away that's from not, that not gonna happen so that's what else number one drink water. not gonna happen um, i didn't do that i drank a lot of water so maybe that mitigated it a little okay, can bit I, can i ask you a question i just want to understand it why are you against the stretching thing i don't do that but what, what does that mean what does that mean i don't do that i like, don't do i didn't do it when i was playing baseball and i was good at things i don't do that but as you get older... Because you were 18 and you yeah. didn't have to stretch. It doesn't... I, I, I understand where you guys are going Don't for. get frustrated. No, you, but just... it, you, you guys sound like my wife. You should stretch. I'm not going to, so can we just move past When you it? were pulling a quad walking home <laughs> with your battle. No, it just got a little tight. I was fine. I do this. Right before we go, I kind of do one of these and then uh-huh. we're ready to play. <laughs> no high knees. By the way, that is a basketball thing where yeah. somebody walks in and they yeah. do one of these. They go... Yeah. I don't know. That, that's stretching. I don't hey, do that. Let's go. Yeah, that's what it was. We, we we hit the ball back and forth for 10 minutes, just kind of without keeping score or anything. Got a little bit of a sweat going, and then we played. I don't stretch, so that's off the board. Never going to happen. You know how people walk home after they play, and they have uh, they got a basketball with them, and they're dribbling home, or they got a football, and they're just kind of throwing it up. What happens in paddle in in pickleball? Like do you, you got have, a little like a pouch <laughs> for lack of a better it, word. I was gonna say, are you just like going home like this? Or? No, it's like a tennis bag kind of oh, sort yeah. of deal. So you just kind of throw all the stuff in there, and I do what everybody else does nowadays. I stared at my phone the whole way home, <laughs> kind of <laughs> kind of flip through and see what I got you going. You don't listen to music. There's nothing oh, going on. No, you walk yeah. the wrong way. Forget it. There was a. T- I, I want to find it here. It's from Era, who's a, a regular listener of the Travis Lee Show. Thank you. I took the picture of the pickleball court and put it on on my Twitter feed last night, and I said, you know, I'm starting my my training process. Immediately, that looks like a good court. Where is it? What kind of paddle do you have? What kind of balls are you using? Damn. The, these are the people we're going to play in the tournament that know the difference between the paddles and the balls and a good court and a bad court and all these things. We're going to get demolished, right? I, and not, I'm not saying you and me. I'm saying you and oh, me. you and, and me and, and everybody. Everybody in here against real pickleball people, we're going to get annihilated. Well, think of it this way. If we had a you know basketball tournament and it was three on three, everybody in their life has played basketball and think they're decent at basketball. If we have a pickleball tournament, that's a very select sport. Specific. It's very specific, which means I think you're right. Ringers are going to be coming into this thing like, oh, no, no, I play every Saturday and Sunday. This is what we do. This uh, we, we're good. You're probably right. We're, we're going to see people out there. They're going to demolish I, us. I think th- I, I was thinking about this. The correct comparison, I think, is the difference between – a guy who will shoot pool in a bar occasionally mm-hmm. and people that play pool. Yeah, they bring their that, own stick. That, 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 you will never beat that guy. 
unless something really weird happens, but a person that plays pool will clean the clock of somebody who, yeah, hey, we've had a couple of pitchers of beer. You want to shoot yep. a little pool? Yep. It's fun. You have a good mm-hmm. time, but you don't know what you're doing. You might make a few shots. Mm-hmm. A real pool player will take you out like that. No. That's what this is going to be. No, I'm in a bowling league Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I bring my own shoes, and I got my own. Same, I have four different balls that I same use. Same thing. You got same what? Thing. Yeah. That's yeah. that is the exact what I was saying. It's you do this. It's specific. You know how to do it. I may be good at things, but I don't know how to do this yet. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to figure out strategy. Serving deep, I think, helps a little bit. Get, keep that guy back. Remember, you got to play the third shot off a of bounce. Don't let him get to that line. Because once he gets to the can line, I convince, can I convince Lady Slee to go out there this weekend and just? I guarantee you, she will be able to do it. It's it's not hard. Yeah. it's probably hard to do well, but it's not hard to hit the ball back and forth. Yeah, we're gonna do that. We're gonna give that a shot. It. Uh, I gotta go. I gotta go buy the paddles now. I, I'm. I don't know if you've noticed. Like I'm. You know, usually I'll kind of sit here and cross my legs a little yeah, bit yeah, and, and kind of lean back. You're Every sore. time I've gone to cross my legs, I gotta kind of like grab my pant leg sure, and sure. lift it up and over. It's kind of what it feels like. That's what athletes do. You're sore. <laughs> I want to play this for you. This is from Chris Long uh, talking about Aaron Donald. What was it? Earlier this week, I guess, Aaron Donald said former yes. uh, NFL lineman. On his Twitter bio. So right. on his yeah. Twitter bio, he changed it from uh, Rams D-lineman to former Rams D-lineman. And also keep in mind, too, Chris Long played with um, in St. Louis. And, uh, with Aaron Donald in St. Louis. Yeah. So he was on he was a on, pod. Uh, Sunday. And was talking about Aaron Donald and what he thinks is going to happen next with him. Now, Aaron Donald yesterday said, look, I never said I wasn't coming back. I'm coming back. I'm playing. But it did lead to some speculation. He's got an opportunity to just go to heights that people haven't been. And, you know, I don't think a rebuild, because at least in the the immediacy, it is a reset. I don't know about a rebuild, but it's a reset. I don't don't think he deserves that uh, at this stage in his career. Uh, I would love to see him on the move. Like, I would love to see him go back to Pittsburgh. There have to be some, like, hey, I'm going to win, or there's some nostalgic reason. You know, like, Pittsburgh would be fun. I I don't know what Fletcher Cox's deal is going to be in Philly. So, there's kind of two things happening simultaneously. I'm missing something here. What What are you missing? Isn't this a better conversation for when, if Sean McVay had decided... I'm not going to be the Rams coach. I think so. I think so. But he, but Aaron Donald restoked this by pl- responding to this clip and saying, "I didn't say I wasn't coming back to the uh, to um, the NFL." He was like, always coming back. It's because Aaron Donald has this that maybe he's not going to come back to the Rams. Well, he he has to come back to the Rams. He has to come back because he has his under contract. contract. Yeah, but that him and the Rams might not be copacetic. So, right and let me, the reason why I bring it up is if the goal is to win. Have the Rams give you given you any indication that they are not all in? No. I don't think they have, okay? And I think the Sean McVay piece of it, it's a better conversation if Sean McVay said, and Trav, if McVay decided he's going to take a year off, then I think all bets are off. Maybe then the organization starts thinking, guys, are we starting to rebuild? But for me, the moment Sean McVay committed to next season or whatever the case is, I'm not assuming Sean McVay's coming back and he's saying, guys, let's start rebuilding. I think you're right. I think that all of these things coming together at the same time create a bunch of different avenues. What did Sean McVay tell the Rams? What did he tell them? Like, we, we haven't, we don't know the answer to the question of, are you back for a year? Yeah. Are you back for multiple years? Are they going to extend him? And Because last time he got an extension, we didn't even know about it until months after it had been done. So that's certainly a possibility. I'm not saying that Sean McVay was holding the Rams up for a new deal, but I do believe what he said was true. But are we going to go through this again in the middle of next year? Are we going to go through it at the end of next year? Is this going to go away? For We don't know the answer to those questions. We don't know how much more football Aaron Donald wants to make. We don't know what Sean McVay, in his heart of hearts, thinks of this roster. Maybe he's in my camp where, look, 30 things went wrong. If only 15 of those things go wrong, we're still kind of in this thing. Or, and all you got to do is make the playoffs. Or, mm-hmm. hey, look, we got a ways to go. We got to mm-hmm. kind of start to restock here a little bit. And the quickest way to do that is to move yes. really good players. To get and Aaron hall. Donald is one of is, is your best player. Mm-hmm. What could you get from him? I don't know, but probably quite a bit. What can you get for Jalen Ramsey? All these, But is Sean McVay coming back if Aaron Donald's not coming back? That's what back? I'm asking. Is Aaron Donald not coming back if Sean McVay? They, Isn't that all, connected? We don't know. 
Probably. So here are some things that we don't know either. We don't know what's going on. Maybe Aaron Donald sees that it's not a rebuild. It's just not going to be the same. And he wants to compete for a championship right now. And he wants to go to a team that's going to compete for a championship right now because he's um, over 30 and this Mm -hmm. is the end of his career. So there could be, like what Chris Long is saying, it's like it's not – a rebuild. It's just like how can you look at a team that went five, what, eleven, twelve? Five and five and five 12. and twelve. Yep. Five yep. and twelve, and see that they compete for a championship, no so matter I, how I, it's going to be. I, like I, I just don't see it. I usually fall into the category of, well, yeah, but look at their record. The Rams are a very much. There's a lot more details that goes into that. There's record. yeah. There's context to and, their and five I, and twelve and I'm, record. And I'm not telling you. And it's also different if it was if the Chargers had gone five and twelve and they don't have a history of winning and they didn't come off a Super Bowl. That's a different five and twelve than a team that won the Super Bowl was competing every single year to make the playoffs had gone to two Super Bowls <laughs> and your three best players missed most of the year. But but that's that's what I'm saying is that I don't if even if you're Aaron Donald and maybe he is saying this maybe he's saying like all right this chapter has come to an end this chapter with the Rams of a chance to compete has come to an end I just don't believe that can I flip it yeah what if it's the other way look Aaron Donald is still a terrific player. Mm-hmm. But what if the Rams didn't listen? This is the last chance we have to really get something from him. What really good teams do. Now, I, let me let me back up just a hair. I know where you're going. I, I, I'm not saying that they're going to do this. Yep. I, I, I don't. Saying. I think that he's one of those special guys that you do not do this with. Mm-hmm. But what really good teams do is they get rid of a guy a year early rather than a year late. You don't let a guy leave for nothing. You don't let a guy retire if because all of these things. If the Rams are really in this. For the long haul, to not just, you know, okay, got a little three year window, we got another little three year window, and then you got these down pockets, which is pretty normal in the NFL. But you could juice this thing probably as quickly as anything else if you took your best asset and tried to flip him for other things, because your best asset, how long is he going to be that? Mm-hmm. And, and maybe you're not super close to being back where you were the last five years. Maybe this year, while there are situational explanations as to why they were bad, Maybe it was also, look, this team was due to take a giant step back and they took a bigger one than we thought, but the way to move forward quicker is to move guys like Aaron Donald. Like, I'm, I'll say it right now. I would not be the least bit surprised if at the beginning of next season Jalen Ramsey's not on this team. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be even a little bit surprised for all the reasons we're talking about. Swap out Donald and put in Ramsey. Not that he's not awesome. He is awesome. But this is how you kind of go fix other things in your program by getting rid of one really good thing. It's kind of the opposite of what they've done. I don't think they are wired like that, but if as a Rams fan, mm-hmm. I'd like them to at least consider those sorts of things. If if you're telling me McVay comes back to the Rams and in the front office, those conversations that he's having with front office, and they're saying, look, in order for us to compete again, the fastest way that we can get back, we maximized our time with Jalen Ramsey. So now is the time to say, we get whatever assets we get back, now we could start replenishing, and it's going to speed up that process of competing again. That's a different conversation. I think that's a fair conversation to have. I don't think they'll do it. The Aaron, well, I, I would think, think Ramsey before Aaron Donald. Oh, for sure. The Aaron Donald one doesn't seem like, He's that Kershaw. doesn't seem like one He's Kershaw. that's you're not, going you're anywhere. You're not trading Kershaw. You're not trading. You, okay. You, you could Less trade. maybe it's on his terms. Cody or, Bellinger. He's mm-hmm. more, and not the, Ramsey hasn't had the, the crater that Bellinger did, but Bellinger was pretty damn good and pretty damn popular for a while. And it's like, you know, let's move on from him. What if it's something like, okay, so I am a Steelers fan and I would love to see Aaron Donald on the Steelers. There's no question about that. But here's what potentially something like an Aaron Donald Hall could be. It could be Minka Fitzpatrick. You get someone in the ba- and, and the secondary to help out your secondary. Whether or not you lose Jalen Ramsey, you get Minka Fitzpatrick. You can get Cam Hayward. You can get offensive linemen. You could get, they have the, this year, they have the 17th pick in the draft. So that could also get you some offensive linemen. That gets you some depth in the Rams. They have a bunch of picks in the second round, and they have future picks. This is something that someone like the, teams like the Steelers that think that they could compete for a championship could stand to lose people like Minka Fitzpatrick and Cam Hayward and still compete at that level and get Aaron Donald. I think that problem you is get it's a Aaron hole. Donald. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, it, it sometimes it's not M. It's not that what you're saying on paper you can't say and say, look, this actually 
You could start this process again with the Rams. Those are key positions that you need. Sometimes the name Aaron Donald is not a player. You can't treat him the way you might treat somebody else. He's not just the best player on your team. He's one of the best players in the history of the organization. He might be the best player ever at his position. And he's on the very short list of best defensive players in the history of the league. Mm -hmm. To just and, and look, Tom Brady's on another team, but they didn't trade him. He he decided to go somewhere else. What but, if he what if he sits out? What are these things you're that lighting he's the putting beam. on Twitter? You're lighting the beam Light right the now. Light the beam, Slee. It's on. Right. It's on. I, putting... I, I saw that it popped on. I now can't quite figure out how to turn it off. Aaron Donald's putting this stuff on Twitter. This guy's been waiting. He's had his <laughs> finger on. He's just waiting for an opportunity to go. <laughs> he's been putting this stuff on Twitter. He's responding to stuff. He's putting it in his bio. Maybe he sits. Maybe he, And it sounds like you're trying to trade Aaron Donald to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm just saying. I'll bet you your chickens that Aaron Donald is on the Rams to start the season and finishes the season with the Rams. I'm just, for the exercise, or for thinking about it, if he does sit... I'm not saying it's not a... It's an interesting theoretical idea, but the execution of it I don't think is ever going to happen. All right. Staying with football. We talked a little bit about the schedule yesterday, but we left out... We actually have DeMarco Farr next. I forgot to put it on the screen. Even better. Even better. DeMarco DeMarco coming up next? All right, perfect. My guy, DeMarco Farr. He's the man. He is the man. That's straight ahead. (laughs) Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, it's the NFL Divisional Round. We've been talking with him every Thursday since the start of the season. Of course, he is a Super Bowl champion. He is on the sidelines for each and every Rams game. We're talking about none other than DeMarco Farr. How you feeling this morning, my friend? Pretty good, man. I didn't get slapped in the face. I've been checking <laughs> out good. this new slap, slap Your Face League. What the heck is this? Yeah, that's real you stand deal. Stand there with your, your hands behind your back and get slapped in the face. Look, I I don't want to put your business on the street, Demarco, but I have a feeling you'd probably be pretty good at that if I had to take a guess. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I, I'd be good at slapping someone. I don't want to get slapped and not cold. Yeah, okay, but here's I the put thing: my hands behind my back. So are you minute, slapping okay? first or you slapping second? Oh, definitely first. Yeah, twice maybe. <laughs> but gonna piss to off the other person, and he's coming turn. harder. You were an NFL defensive lineman. You got hit in the head plenty of times. You can handle it. You can take it. You're 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 gonna stay on your feet. You're not going down. I, I had this thing called a helmet trap. <laughs> yeah, it makes you tougher than what you really are. <laughs> I think you're tougher than us. I think you'd be all right. Um, we were just having a conversation uh, about Aaron Donald and you know the former NFL lineman, and they took it off. He says he's going to play. It, any scenario, in your wildest dreams, is there a scenario where Aaron Donald plays for a team that's not the Los Angeles Rams? Heck no. No yeah. way. Absolutely not. They, they would never let that happen. They meaning the Rams. Uh, they understand who he is and what he is and how special he is. So he's retiring a Ram. Um, mm. Yeah, Come hell or high water, he's 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 not going to play for anyone else other than the Rams, unless something major happens, like he forces his way out. But no, no, they they understand it. Um, he he's as valuable as a franchise quarterback. You you just don't let those guys walk, and you want him to retire with you. Okay, so with that in mind, so let's take ninety nine off the board. Do you think between now and the time that we get to the start of the twenty twenty three season that there's going to be a player that Al and I look at each other and go? They traded him? Do you think we're going to get that? I don't want to put somebody's name in there, but somebody like, whoa, they just traded blank. You mean they traded, the Rams traded a player? Yes, a, a name oh, guy. That, oh, wait a minute. I mean, we're coming off what, four wins? Five. So you shouldn't be surprised you. by anybody outside of, or five wins, excuse me. <laughs> you shouldn't be surprised uh, by anybody being traded outside of Aaron and a few guys. So, yeah, I think everything is on the table. 
you, you've got to find a way to flip this this record and and get things going back in the right direction. So a team that's not uh, not very rich in draft capital, well, your only recourse is to start moving players. So I wouldn't be surprised by any moves outside of a few guys. DeMarco, um, I know it's been a few days, and we haven't got a chance really to ask you about this. Chargers lost over the weekend. And I, I want to just play this out for you, get your opinion. If you were the owner of the Los Angeles Chargers – after they lose that game to uh, Jacksonville and you blow the 27 nothing lead and you have five turnovers, the other squad doesn't have any, are you moving on from Brandon Staley or do you think what the Chargers wow. are doing is uh, the right decision? That's devastating, man. I, you know, I, everybody's got jokes when your team isn't winning or the other team in town starts losing, but that's got to hurt, man. I feel bad for those players. I got some friends in that locker room. Um, Sebastian Joseph Day, I like that guy. Gerald Everett is a good guy. So I feel bad for them. But, man, that's horrible. That's a horrible way to end your season when you have it in the bag and uh, you snatch the feet out of the jaws of victory. But, look, knee-jerk reaction says you fire the coach. Everyone's upset. Um, you want blood. And you usually you're pointing at that guy. But I would say, man, look, um, I wouldn't say I'm ready to move on from, from uh, Staley just yet, from Brandon Staley. I think he's a great coach. He's in the playoffs. He's doing something right. But – Heads must roll in the NFL, and I think they fired the OC and they fired the quarterback coach. So yeah. that's the two guys right under you in your room. So they'd probably stock it with guys that they hire and not you. So he's he's officially on the hot seat. But you know, removing a coach after a playoff run, I know it seems like a, a good salve for an open wound, but sometimes that's the worst thing you can do for a football team. That's pretty darn good. That's Demar- pretty good Demarco, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to simplify it here. Um, the Chargers better off with Brandon Staley as a coach next year or better off with Sean Payton as the head coach next year? Okay, are you willing to, to give up the what it takes to get him? They're trying to – but that's going to answer the question, right? Are they trying to win or not? Are they trying to get somebody who already has a Super Bowl? Are they going to try to get somebody that they think will help Justin Herbert go to the next level? I think that's that's the major question, and, and I, I think Dean has already answered that question personally. Well, anybody that's out there, like a, a, a Super Bowl winning coach, like if Sean McVay decided to take some time off, like we talked about, and went to TV, uh, you, the myth of you is going to grow. So the fact that Sean Payton is out there, and if you have him as a head coach, you're going to the Super Bowl next year, I think that's kind of pie in the sky. Um, so, like you said, he's expensive. Uh, it's going to take a lot to get him. Any team that's, that wants to get into the Sean Payton business is going to have to give up a lot. So are you capable of doing that? Do you want to do that? And is he really that much better than what you have? I think you need to consider it. But after the way your season ended, it's going to be tough to you know, see this thing clearly until probably September. DeMarco Farr joining us, getting us ready for the NFL Divisional Playoff Round. Um, you're the right person to ask this question to. Could Brock Purdy, Kurt Warner – the San Francisco 49ers, could it be one of those, oh my gosh, we lost our guy, but the guy that comes in is actually the guy, and now you're on to a whole nother level? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like the the third act of the American underdog story. Uh, <laughs> so, like, Kurt was our starter day one. He's coming in. He's coming in for Garoppolo. And, um, but, yeah, that roster is talented. Uh, Debo and all those – that defensive line, Bosa coming after you. Uh, they have the, the week off versus Dallas. I, I don't think Dallas has a chance this week. So San Francisco is sitting pretty. So absolutely. It wouldn't be qu- quite Kurt Warner, but it would be a guy out of nowhere that leads the team to the promised land. But here's the problem. Uh, he's not facing the Tennessee Titans and a Jeff Fisher Tennessee Titans. He may be facing Buffalo, who's got a lot to play for. So mm. getting to the Super Bowl is one thing. Winning it could be a whole nother problem. When did you know that you had a dude in Kurt Warner and not just, oh, this is the guy that was a grocery bagger and from the XFL, but wait a second, this guy's got Hall of Fame ability? When did you know that you had a dude? I think his third passing touchdown versus Baltimore, because we went into the game thinking we're going to have to play defense and run the football. Wait a minute, he just scored again. Wait a minute, (laughs) Coach. Um, I think he's going to be just fine. You know what? Forget about him. Everybody worry about their job. (laughs) (laughs) Get a club card as immediately when Kurt Warner got there. Um, Can I, uh, DeMarco, I'm going to do a quick little rapid fire with you, okay? I don't need spread nothing. Just this weekend. Jaguars or Chiefs? Chiefs. Giants or Eagles? Eagles. Bengals or Bills? 
I'm taking the Bills. Bengals are going to be a tough out, though. It's a good game. If anybody uh, can knock them off, it'll yep, be them. That's a good game. Um, and then Dallas 49ers, you already said San Francisco probably blowing them out. They're going to eat them. They're going to eat them. Absolutely eat them up. Do you think we're going to be talking to you next year and we're having the Sean McVay question all over again? Is this going to be a regular thing that we do with him? Because two years in a row, it's been, hey, is he going to TV? It felt like we got really close to it this year. Or has there been something somewhere that's like, guys, don't? I, I'm going to be here for a while? Okay. Uh, no. I don't think we'll be here a year from now. Maybe a year and two weeks from now, we'll be talking about Sean McVay going to TV. <laughs> <laughs> because you think the team's uh, going to be better and it's likely? Note. Because it just, whenever a question like this, note. I'm sorry, DeMarco, whenever yeah. a question like this comes up, especially about a really talented guy, maybe considering leaving, that question never really goes away, does it? No. I, look, it's always going to be out there. And he's, like, like you said, TV loves him. And he's perfect for that. He'd be a great analyst. Tell me you wouldn't like an unfiltered Sean McVay telling you about a matchup this week, and everything we talked about, letting him say it. He's funny. He gets it. He's perfect for it. Uh, he's going to have a great career there. But you can't go out this way. He's a competitor. So say he gets into the Super Bowl or they win it again a year from now, a year plus from now. I could see him saying, you know what, this is the perfect time to exit. DeMarco Farr, Super Bowl champion, joins us every single Thursday. Thank you, my friend. You got it, guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you, brother. You got it. I, I disagree with the last thing you said. I think if they go two and fifteen, I think if they go fifteen and two and win the Super Bowl, I think if they go eight and seven, seven and eight, anywhere in between there, mm-hmm. or I guess that's fifteen games, nine and eight. Uh, it's gonna be a question every year. Good, bad, anywhere in between. Once you say I agree. With I don't. You. I don't know, man. I, agree I, with I, you. I'm, I This is burning me up. It's like, two years in a row. It's two years in a row. A great season. Yep. And a terrible season. Mm-hmm. So I mean, unless I. I I don't think that stuff goes away. Once you've kind of put it in the universe that, you know, eventually I want to go over there. Mm-hmm. Every year people go, are you going over there yet? Fair. Are you going over there yet? Are you going over there yet? Absolutely. And I don't know what he said behind closed doors, but unless it's it, – and by the way, if it was, look, I'm here for the foreseeable future, then I think that would be out, and that's not out, and we're left to speculate. Did you see um, – I know we got Factor Cap coming up next. You see what Anthony Lynn said about the Chargers? I Yes, I did. Um I have a question for you off the air to whether or not I can tell a story on the air. Okay. We'll do that. <laughs> Plus, Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Oh, that's cap. That's so cap, Dan. <laughs> Everything I've said is a cap, but I'm going to go back. First of all, it's not a cap. It's no, just it is a cap. cap. Welcome to Factor Cap. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. So um, I just came across that apparently the NFL released um, what Dak said after they missed one of the um, extra points. And it was like, we're going to go for effing two. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of that's a lot. They brought uh, in a backup but he yeah. can't play. It, I, the, what the Cowboys are doing with that makes no sense at all. Right. And, Sliwa, this is good news for you. You have plenty of time to watch the first Megan because it already has a sequel. It's coming oh, in 2025. So okay, we got time. Put it in your calendar. Well, I gotta finish Truman Show tonight. <laughs> gotta yes, finish that one. Should. Expires at 10.30. Yes, you have to watch it. Okay. Also, the idea of starting a movie at 10.30 is just setting yourself up for failure. <laughs> like, 10.30 is way too... And, You're not whatever. wrong. 
kind of had a little crazy schedule right now. I had Lakers talk that night. I had right. to finish it. I had some dinner. So then don't start it at 1030. Wait, oh, hey. let's watch, wait till Friday when we have a, a new show. Or... Hey, I will start the movie when I feel like it. Right, okay, whatever. All right. <laughs> so uh, this morning there came out a teaser trailer. Teaser trailer. Sorry. Easy for you to say. I know, teaser trailer. Um, Taylor's on her mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Swift, uh, Smith, who knows? Um, but. Teaser trailer for the Super Bowl ad with Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston. Will they reprise their roles as Jesse Peekman and uh, Walter White? And it was a very cool like teaser. It's with like pop chips or something like that. But and it's got the like, music. It has the music. It has the setting. It's really cool. So you care about Super Bowl commercials, Travis Cap. Yeah, I think it's fun. I mean, I, I care is a subjective word, I guess. But I'm not one of those. Oh, I'm here to watch game. You know, I, the Super Bowl is. A sporting event as much as it is a social moment where we're all kind of doing the same thing at the same time. It's one of the very few remaining things that we're all kind of doing at exactly the same time. There's always one or two things that are kind of funny. Most of them are eminently forgettable. But yeah, I, I like the commercials. I think it's a fun part of it as long as there's one. Like I'm interested to see that. I think that could be really good. Uh, cap for me, and you're 100% right. You know, the Super Bowl, really the game is not the focus. Everybody the game's who's, also usually not that good because every, it's But everybody who's usually getting that together. used to be true, not so true in the last 10 years or so. But everybody who's getting together, there's a good percentage that we're not watching the sure. NFC Championship. And that's okay. Like, that's part of the allure of a Super Bowl party. Let's go eat chili over at Dave's house and yeah. hang out and drink beers. My girl will laugh at commercials that has nothing to do with the Super Bowl. So for her, that is her Super Bowl. I'm not as invested in the commercials. I think it's fine. It's cool. You see a couple. You're like, that was pretty funny. Um, but I, I'm I'm okay with whether I see the commercials or not. Taylor? I'm with Slee. Yeah, cap on this one. I'm not usually tuning in for the commercials, but I like the, I'm like. i a big fan of the halftime show, usually. Really? Yeah, they do a good job. You know, for... Somebody, Who is it this year? Rihanna? Uh, Shakira. It's no, Rihanna. It's Rihanna. Rihanna. It Rihanna. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Shakira was in J-Lo work last year. 2020. Two years ago, yeah. 2019. Um, well, last year, I remember, was Fitty. our boy. Yeah, Fitty, our boy. hanging from the apparatus. Yeah, yeah. yeah, who could forget? Um, For somebody that is a musician, you like more popular music than most people that I know that are musicians. Yeah, I like all kinds of music. I'm yeah. not, a, not a snob about it, or try not to be. That That's a good word. That Usually people that play music are very hoity-toity about yeah. what they, oh no, those guys can't play, you know. It's like a anything. chef eating food. At, right, uh, yeah. right. That you like popular music, I like that about you. Yeah, Prince. You've been commercialized. <laughs> what, a, what a scrub, Prince. You've well, been Prince commercialized. is an outlier, but you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right? I get it, I get yeah. it. All right. Um, so, uh, my friend yesterday texted me, she still lives in Connecticut, um, and we used to go to this restaurant all, all the time together, and so she texted me that apparently the restaurant's closing after, like, 25 years, it's mm. kind of sad, so, and I, and I used to love that place, it was a date spot for me, it was also a place that I, like, love to, like, watch games at, so, it's sad when one of your favorite restaurants closes. Alan, Petrocat. Well, fact, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna, I'll pick up this one just because it was a while ago. Seau's down in San Diego was like the place, right? Watched a lot of your NFL games. It was named after arguably the most popular Charger. When that place closed down, it felt like, man, this whole shopping center in Mission Valley is kind of, it's empty without this place. I just use that as one example. But there's a lot of places that we grew up going to, whatever the case is. And those family places... There's a real story behind that, you know, and we just sometimes you go into a place and you just go grab food, but the place that you kind of stop and you're like, I know who that person is. I know that person. That's, those are special places. Yeah. It's, it's the second one for me. It's not just so much that it's a popular place that just becomes unpopular and closes their doors. It's the second one that this is the place I go with my friends. This is the place I go with my wife. Like there, there was this bar. It was a dump, uh, just a straight up dump. But I used to go have beers with my buddies every mm -hmm. once in a while. Place went out of business. It's reopened as a new place that's a little more high scale. We've never gone back. Mm. We, and, and not that we won't try it at some point, but yeah, I'm with you. When you have your spot, especially if it's a local spot, it, yeah, it sucks. It's like losing, I don't want to say a friend, but it's like, that's our spot. Now you got to find a new one and it's hard to find a new one. Yeah, there's memories yeah. attached. It's it's hard. Taylor? Plus they had good pizza. Fact, absolutely. Uh, one of my favorite bars i guess it wasn't i mean they really serve a lot of food but uh the deck in hermosa they closed down because of the pandemic and mm -hmm. uh then 
I know it's a chain, but Barney's Beanery in Redondo was another good one. It was actually an Iowa bar, so I'd go there every Saturday, watch the game with a bunch of Iowa fans. And there was one of those in Pasadena too. It might might still be there. I don't know. Yeah, Is they still, still have there? they still have the other locations. Yeah. I like that place. So last night, uh, it was caught on um, on camera. So LeBron was about to go shoot, and he was kind of obviously focused on uh, doing his free throw. <laughs> but Max Christie goes up to give him a high five, and LeBron clearly doesn't see him at all. Mm-hmm. Like clearly, he's just focused, didn't see him. But uh, Max Christie like just puts his hand on and kind of gives himself a little high five. So I have a story similar to this where I was um, at a UVA basketball game. Uh, Dick Vitale was there, and so he got into the. Um, he was going to do like one of those like bump to breaks where he's in the middle of the student section. I'm right next to him. Like literally he puts his arms up. I'm in his armpit. And so uh, he's going like, yeah. And then he turns to my, to, towards me and it has his hands up. And then uh, I think he's going for a high five. So I go, and then he clearly he turns his back on me. And so I just put my hand down <laughs> and I'm like, great. great. So I, I don't have a video of it, but I have a picture of it. So that's my kind of story with this. So you have a bad getting blown off story. Something similar to this or something different. Taylor, factor cap. Fact, it actually happened last night. Uh, after the game, there were a bunch of Kings fans sitting behind me. I went to fist bump one of them, just completely ignored. So, oh, no. It's, uh, what the hell's going <laughs> on with that fan base? I was going to say, you guys are turning no on each other. A little success, and you guys start to abandon one You get another. a little bit of money. <laughs> right. Exactly right. Trev? I'm sure I do, but I, I can't think of it. I mean, it's happened to everybody, right, where, I don't know, somebody hits a home run, they're coming off the field, and you come out of the dugout, and you're getting ready, and they yeah. just skip you or whatever. They miss you along the way. It, it, it happens. Is it I, ever pointed? Have you ever gotten in that way? I've never felt you? like it was done intentionally. I've never felt like somebody just skipped me because I hate your guts, and I'm going to get, like... I'm number five, got one, got two, got three, got four, got six, got seven, got eight, got nine. It, it's, it's never felt like that to me, but I don't know. I'm Look, I'm sure people have hated me. I'm sure they continue to hate me, but I don't, I don't know if I've received the hate quite like that. Uh, definitely has happened, happened recently. This happens, right? I'm getting ready to leave at the end of the fourth quarter, or the start of the fourth quarter. So engineer next to me is to my left. And I kind of gave him one of these, and I churned, and he's not even, he's kind of looking at me, he's kind of not, and then I just waited, and I'm like, okay, I got to go now. And I just left. <laughs> How, so what's the, like, it's like a second, like a good yeah, two full seconds second. is, is two seconds way is too much, eternity. right? Like, that's that's a lot. So you're just like, all right, I, I could clearly tell. I think what's more awkward is the, you go in for a fist, they come in for a hand, they see that you came in with the fist, so that's they go fist, you went hand, and there's this, like... Well, what the hell did we was do? Was there ever more of that than right as we started to come out of the pandemic? Like Why people almost scared of you, handshakes. You, like, are you don't are you a handshaker still? Mm-hmm. Are we or not hugs. doing that? Are we doing, doing elbows? elbows? Are we doing bum? Are we doing elbows the Michael scared. Thompson bow? Like what? What are we? Are we just kind of waving at each other, even though we're in the same spot? That had happened four times a day, every day for about three months. Thankfully, I think we're back to shaking hands for the most part. I also assume this isn't a surprise about me, but so when I was uh, uh, when I was an athlete. For most of my life, uh, you know, we do, do the handshake lines at the end. You're like, good game, good game, good game. If, if I did not like a girl you know, I've seen that fight against, I would not shake her hand. I would just kind of breeze so, past her. I'm so surprised. I know exactly. It <laughs> so sounds like it's so it sound of, like you out of character. I would for never Emily. think that comes from you. And I still hold the grudge. I still know the girl's name. No, you're you're you've got a nice, healthy, petty thing going on, which I, I appreciate. It's it's fine. <laughs> I, I don't dislike that portion of your personality. That pettiness is all right. Right. Um, but the, but can I just offer ahead. this out there? Nope. The other person needs to know you're doing it. No. Right? You you need you need to know <laughs> that I'm being disrespectful to you other it doesn't get you anything. Or just don't be petty. Yeah. Name their, their names. What are their names, Kelly? Uh, no, I, I, I won't put them on blast like this. It's fine. All right, so um, this is the a very hyped up joke from from Travis for me. But um, so yesterday I was I was sh- trying to show Travis um, a piece of sound like Brian Windhorst or something, and you know how on ESPN every time you go on it's usually an ad beforehand, and so the ad for this and it keeps on coming up on my thing all the time. It's for Colagard, <laughs> and I keep on thinking, just imagining using Colagard. And thinking about what you would have to do for it to be effective. And I'm just like, I well, don't... Factor cap, have you used <laughs> Kohler Guard? Right, just, you know, just putting your stuff into a box and then also being like the UPS driver coming around picking I, up Kohler Guard boxes on people's front it's a, it's a, It's a good question. I have less of a problem with that. <laughs> like, if from... 
the beginning of the chain to the the end of the chain is the part I don't want. Yeah. Like the being the person to start the chain seems far less troublesome to me than the person that's on the receiving end of the chain. <laughs> the people at Cola Guard sitting yes, through. Yes, the people that at the end of the day, oh, here's another one. Oh my God. <laughs> like that, that just feels like that might be the very worst job that there is right, right. now. Taylor, thoughts? <laughs> and and that you have to I'm just finding out what this is. So I Googled it and uh, Color Guard came up first. No, nope, that, that's no, not no, what you're not looking it. for. No so, R. Yeah, uh, I, and, I just learned something today. You have to plan your day. You have to plan that you're going to have a good day to use this product <laughs> you gotta have your your meals in order you gotta know i don't know if this is a factor cap or just a statement <laughs> what a bidet no, would come no. in handy exactly yes. so my yes. statement is you would never use cola guard travis i want to be healthy so if that's how you got to stay healthy then sure why not and i'll just leave it at that i know but will i use it Yes. Do I okay, want to work saves, there? Yes. No. It saves lives. This is this is a great product. To get tested for colon cancer or colonoscopies, all that good stuff because it saves lives, especially if you get it early. I'm not trying to de- take anything away from that. It's just thinking about it. Alan? I thought her question was going to be something like, hey, what are the most awkward ads that you've received? <laughs> uh, but it's not that. It is, um, uh, yeah, fact. If I got to use it, I need to yeah. use it. Absolutely. Taylor? Yeah, fact. I'm with, yeah, I'll use it too. Just, yeah, you, just so get I don't a colonoscopy. Using it is so not the problem. No, 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 no. I'll no. explain it to you during the break. We're done with this. We're done with this. And I want your Anthony Lynn yep. story, Slee. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Emily, feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I'm sorry if it was anybody's lunches. I, I did not mean. I did not intend for that. Let's to just be move the on. Issue. We don't need to re. We don't. We don't need to. I go just got people on Twitter talking back. to me about it. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. Let's let's, let's talk about pickleball for a second. How about that? How's, how's that sound? I'm in. <laughs> all right. I'm all uh, in. I got some people that got my back. Christopher Holmes. I think most people stretch the wrong way, so I don't think you're missing out on anything. I would say hydrate and you'll feel great. So there's one. This is from Labrowland. Trav is right. Stretching prior to exercise is unnecessary. You're more than likely stretching cold muscles, and that's just as dangerous for pulling muscles. If you want to stretch after to help soreness, that does help. That I've heard. Okay. Yeah, stretching after a workout is better than before. I just or feel, as you warm up, then you could start stretching. I just feel like there's not enough research about the afterwards. I, I'm, I'm willing to accept the research on the front end, not so much on the you back. You want studies done and delivered to your front door. Matthew Pelosi says, tell Slee that lions don't stretch before they go hunt. Trav doesn't need to stretch. No, they before probably pickleball. stretch. <laughs> they just I look see. like they're laying under the tree. They're just hanging out with uh, their multiple ladies and just waiting to go hunt a little bit later on. When I, this is actually kind of funny. Every time you know I get home and Rookie sees me, one of the first things he does is stretch because in his mind, he's like, okay, he's getting ready to go. there's some action. There's some action here. I've been sitting on the couch for the past seven hours. Some action going here. Let's get a couple stretches in. I'm like, all right, let's go do it, buddy. Yeah, see, the dog just kind of gives you a quick one, just like me. Just a little side to side, move those shoulders, and all right, let's play. I'm going to be fine. 
didn't stretch before the softball, and you know, we all know how that ended. Why can't there it is? Does Travis go deep? Travis goes deep. A, a stretchless home run and a victory. I don't think Beto stretched. He I homered love, to win the game. I love the refusing. Like stretching is. It's been researched that it's bad for you. It, did you not hear what uh, sure. Christopher Holmes yeah, said? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yes, that was Christopher. Dr. Christopher Holmes, yes. Well, yeah, absolutely. As far as I know, as far as I can tell, that's what I'm taking out of it. That's that's uh, doesn't work for me. Different strokes for different strokes. Uh, what's your Anthony Lynn story? So they had, um, they had Sam Farmer of the LA Times got a chance to interview him. Obviously, Anthony Lynn, former head coach of the Chargers. And it's more talking about the 49ers and where they are, where the 49ers are going. They actually got a big game this weekend. That organization has been just rock solid these you know, last uh, couple of years. And they got a good chance. If you said, hey, pick any team out of the NFC, I'm picking the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. He was asked about just kind of the organization in general about the Niners. This is quote. This organization will do whatever it takes to win. Resources... Out the, you know, wazoo. What? That was different for me compared to what I was going through in LA. So it's just like, man, this is what it's supposed to be like. I forgot how that felt. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got to be honest. When I first read the when I first read the uh, the quote, it didn't really shock me, right? Like I I think if there's certain organizations, if Anthony Lynn was in LA and he was talking about the Niners because he had a previous role there and was like, hey, they don't give you the resources that you need to go in. Um, does that quote surprise you at all? Not even a little bit. Okay. John was here a couple days ago, and this was right after, I think it was on Monday after the Chargers had lost, they blown that lead. John said something that actually really stood out to me. The, the one thing that he said was, who do they have to, who's knocking on Dean's door saying, if you don't do this, we're going to parade around everywhere. I mean, the Lakers won a championship two years ago, and I can't tell you how many tweets that I get or I'm sure calls that we don't take or we do take with the cases. Hey, everybody's got to go. That was two years ago, right? That was two years ago that the Lakers won NBA championship. The Dodgers, there's been more complaining about the Dodgers, even though they've been kind of the class of Major League Baseball. I know you don't want to hear that from a regular no, season I, perspective, I but... That, that to me, actually kind of stood out like no tomorrow. Maybe there's a little bit of comparison to this as well with the Clippers. There's a difference, but let me kind of explain what I'm referring to. The Clippers, they're a 500 team right now. Yesterday, they had a back-to-back games. They didn't play Kawhi and PG again. Mm-hmm. Michael and I were talking about this. Brad Turner, the LA Times, on. explain to me how you compete for a championship when you never have your guys playing together. And they are both under the, I think, under the same thing. You don't compete for a championship if that's a philosophy. The difference is, but there aren't that many people kind of making a lot of chatter and noise about it. It's more kind of disappointment that a team that talented can't figure it out. And I think very few of those people that are making the chatter are Charger fans. Absolutely. The difference is, Bomber will do everything to try to win, and Dean will not do everything to try to win. That's kind of a part of that I quote that a, I took It's out. a double whammy of badness that... To, to your point and what, what John said, the Dodgers and the Lakers are the, and, and USC, I think, are great examples in this city. Yeah. When the team is bad, people are angry. If, if the team underperforms, in the case of the Dodgers, people are angry. If the team even goes a couple of seasons without competing a championship, the Lakers, people are angry. Program at SC was bad for longer than, than those, but it's like this this is one of the most prestigious programs in America, and you've run it into a, a program like Tulsa. What are, you, what are we doing and, here? and the disappointment was actually loud. Was loud yes. and lots of people saying, fix this. Yeah. There, that happens other places, right? There, there are places like um, the 40, use the 49ers. But I, I want to use a different example. I want to use a team that's perpetually bad, but the people care about a lot. the Cleveland Browns. The Knicks. The, the Knicks yeah, are people. The Knicks are the best example. There are rabid fans that care deeply about it. That they're holding the owner accountable. Only the owner doesn't give a damn. Hmm. Jim Dolan does not care if the Knicks are bad. He clearly does not care if the Knicks are bad. He's been there a long time, and they've been bad most of the time, no matter how angry the fans get. 
The Chargers are the the worst of both of these things. They have an owner that doesn't care whether they're bad or not, that isn't trying to win at, at any cost, and the noise from their fan base is pretty muted because there's just not a ton of them. Mm. If they were in, in San Diego still, it'd be much louder mm-hmm. because they had fans in San Diego or more of them. Here, And they not, were the big fish. Right, and, and there just they're just aren't enough people, and he doesn't care. It's, bo- it's the, the worst of both worlds. In L.A., the Angels are, you know, they have an owner that seemed to not really care if they were a good team or not, wouldn't go above and beyond. Fans cared, but they're the number two team, like you're talking about. They're the big. All of these things have to come up for there to be pressure on. The Chargers don't have any pressure. The San Francisco 49ers have all the pressure. Sure. They are the biggest fish in town, arguably. Mm-hmm. They have a rich tradition to mm-hmm. live up to. Mm-hmm. Ownership and management deeply cares about competing at a win. high level. Mm-hmm. And the fans hold them accountable. They have the best of both worlds. The Chargers are just kind of in this weird spot where they're pretty good, but no one's really that fired up about it. They have a coach that shot their foot off two years in a row, yeah. and no one seems to be all that upset about I'm it. I'm going to use an example. When I used to work at 1090 down in San Diego, and this actually this kind of goes back in the day, right? Chargers made a playoff run. It was one of the playoff runs where they got um, – it was devastating when they lost. It was uh-huh. one of those runs. And I remember we used to do live broadcasts, and it was a Scott and VR show, right? Scott Kaplan, Billy Ray Smith. And their show, I want to say, started at 6 a.m. It might have even been 5 a.m. They might have gone 5 to 9. I can't remember. Bro, we would do those broadcasts, and people were out, and they'd do it at Hard Rock, whatever it was. It was a zoo. It was exciting. Those sports talk radio shows in San Diego were talking about the Chargers like we are talking about the Lakers and the Dodgers. That's all you have down there. And now all of a sudden you came up to L.A. And where did the Chargers rank in profile of of most interest? At the bottom. They're behind the Clippers. Sure. They're behind... um, Clippers have been here for 40 years. Exactly. Of course. Like there's, there's reasons why, right? Like they're behind so many of these other schools. There's more passion towards UCLA than there will ever be towards the Chargers. No question about it. But it's also... We do our best to say, what do people want us to talk about? And if if those people were, hey, it's got to be the Clippers all day long, we'd probably talk about the Clippers. But that's not how it is, and that's how it is with the Chargers. Brandon Staley was asked if he was outcoached by Doug Peterson, and the answer was the most Brandon Staley thing you've ever heard. We'll get into that. Plus, we've got our USC schedule is out. We we talked about it yesterday, Slee, that it's obviously very, very backloaded. We left out a super important component of the entire schedule. We need to make that right. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.